Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Jenkins & Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I like betting on FanDuel Sportsbook because they have great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. They've got awesome new and existing user promotions, and it's America's number one sportsbook. It's also easy to use, it's safe and secure, and you can get your winnings fast in as little as two hours. Also, it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay, and you can discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code JNJ so they know I sent you. That's J ampersand J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, in permitted parishes only, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, February 28th, and uh, we have got uh, one of those episodes that I think is reflective of what a weird time uh, the entire world is experiencing right now. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my good friends, LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good. I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Um, Motherfucking Mike. I'll just tell you right now, we, we were just talking about what order to do this in. But basically, the second half of this podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, the things we actually care about. I'm about go ahead the and say war it. in Ukraine. Um, <laughs> it's going to be the second half because it feels like it makes more sense to talk about shit like that and then end it rather than transfer into funny stuff. So that's why it's there. Also, if you are a, a number, you hit us up talking about how much 
you appreciate the show while you're commuting or when you're at work or whatever. If uh, it's Monday and the world is fucking heavy on your shoulders and you do not want to talk about any of that shit, I totally understand. <laughs> so uh, we'll let you know uh, as we're transitioning into talking about heavy shit. But uh, up top, first of all, our boy beat the allegations. Uh, Hank the Tank. John wanted this bear. John wants blood. Murdered. <laughs> I wanted his head. I wanted the bear's head. Bro, I'm not sitting around waiting till a fucking bear kills a human to decide whether what, what we should do with it. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'm not anti-Hank the Tank or bear. I'm just pro-human life. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. But I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad Hank the Tank the was- The five you know, sweetest words in the English language. DNA exoneration. <laughs> Hank the Tank had been suspected of a 500-pound bear, had been suspected of 30 household burglaries in the Lake Tahoe area. Uh, DNA evidence has now proven that there are, in fact, three 500-pound bears that are breaking into people's houses. But they were about to kill Hank the Tank. That's why they did the DNA test. They were going to euthanize him for being a little too interested in getting into people's kitchens. And uh, instead, he beat the allegations. Our boy is going free. Did Hank, he Hank was about to go down for the whole squad, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like they was about to fry that man for the squad. I'm, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that the justice system worked here, fellas. <laughs> So so, did he do some of them or or what? What's the what's the what was the verdict? Well, you know, I mean, he just gotta eat, bro. Like, you know, so, he did so, a little. So he bit, did ten of them. He just well, did ten whatever. of them. I mean, you know, <laughs> kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you mean? I give a fuck about a bear, G. Kill all three of them niggas. You feel me? <laughs> It's not a picture of a Lake Tahoe homeowner on the California state flag. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's bears doing bears things for sure. But bears going inside of homes is not normal bears things. Come on, G. I mean, like straight sh shoulder in a door, busting through the door, bro. That's breaking and entering. It's breaking loss at this point. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, the, the thing that hops out to me is like no one has been at home while this has happened. Like, is this are these just like rich people's summer houses and shit that's getting broken into? It's a lot of that in Lake Tahoe. Yeah. 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 I mean, what's shit? Y'all ain't eating the shit. Why you getting mad at Hank if he gonna eat your shit? You ain't gonna be there till motherfucking August, motherfucker. Let Hank live, dog. You wasn't gonna eat the motherfucking bagel bites. You was gonna throw them bitches out when you came back. But, Let Hank live, bro. But what if they, but the bear ain't gonna stop doing it because it's August and people are actually in the homes? You feel what I'm saying? That's, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like summertime, it's way more food available. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could just hit, hit the stream and get a salmon or, you know what I'm saying, find a strawberry patch or some shit. <laughs> you going to you know risk that? You want to risk that? I would. Look, if, if Hank was on the loose in my neighborhood, I would have the blicky on standby. Like, <laughs> it's going to be a misunderstanding if Hank run up in my shit. You but we <laughs> talked about bears. We talked about their skulls yeah. and shit, bro. I'd rather somebody professionally do that. Because the blicky might not blicky with a with Hank the Tank, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, you might need to. <laughs> it might bloopy. And you're going to be out You might need the blat owl, and I only got the pew pew. You feel me? <laughs> you need a blat owl for a bear, nigga. I ain't got black. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah none of that. And we, don't, we don't have that shit. You feel me? Like, dog, I don't know, G. When you're know. killing a bear out of necessity, is not a good time for trial and error with your fucking munitions. You, That's for sure. You feel me? That's for fucking sure. No, I, I, th I do think everyone has, no matter how progressive or environmentally friendly you are, or whatever, uh, everyone has one ecological issue that they turn into fucking John Rambo over. You know what I mean? John's is bears. Mine is coyotes. 
which is a real thing in Southern California. Like in Long Beach, we have rivers. So the coyotes come down the rivers from the mountains where they're starving because of the drought, right? Who, who is John Rambo? Can we speak <clears throat> on that? From the movie Rambo? John, so, like, I don't, I'm not fighting no fucking bear. I want the people to kill that motherfucker. No, but that's what I'm saying. You want, you want Sylvester Stallone want to show up with Jethro the machine gun. I want the real to pull up with the machine gun. You feel <laughs> right. what I'm saying? So that's what, but that's what I'm saying. You want to employ <laughs> the, the Rambo technique. Oh, okay, okay. Of how many <laughs> bullets does it take to solve this bear problem? Somebody else, too. Somebody else, too. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. But that's how I feel about coyotes off of the exact same rationale that you had, which is the more of these coyotes that are running around, at some point they're going to try and snatch someone's toddler. And at that point, as a city in Long Beach, we are going to turn into a everyone's roaming the street looking to shoot coyotes kind of a city. So why wait for it to happen? You know what I mean? Like, why not try and take care of it before it happens? So I understand your your perspective. I just happen to like bears more than coyotes. So that's not my <laughs> pet issue. <laughs> Have you seen a bear without its hair? It is a literal monster. It's evil. These I don't think I ever have seen a bear without a without Look it hair. up. Look it up. Look it up, bro. If we talk about devils on this show. That's a devil. <laughs> that's a devil. <laughs> like, look at it and tell me that ain't a motherfucking devil, G. <laughs> Yeah, bro, fine, you bro. feel Christ. me? Put the blick act on that motherfucker there. You feel what I'm saying? Does right. this look more like a cursed cat or dog? It looks like a rodent to me. The biggest, strongest, evilest rodent we've ever seen in our lives, bro. Gee. I'm this looks like you. this looks like not a devil. This looks like the devil. <laughs> yeah, that's the devil. Right. That's the devil. <laughs> Ooh, Bro, so there's three of them, and one of them is Hank the Tank. So save the fur off Hank the Tank and see what Hank the Tank really looks like, bro. You know what I'm saying? Would I shave the beard off you, John? <laughs> Bro, I got no beard. I wish you could shave a beard off me. Would I shave the, you know. <laughs> if you shave the beard off me, I'm going to look 18, G. <laughs> you feel me? I'm, you saw what I look like without that beard, bro? Lips stretched out. Bro, I look like a, I like a young cop. <laughs> you know what I'm young saying? <laughs> Fuck you me. Problem. No. You look like you were trying to restore your community. You feel you me? I don't look like the devil, though. That motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. You see how truly fearsome they are when that hair is gone, G. <clears throat> Kill the um, motherfuckers. I'm trying to tell y'all. Uh, yeah, I feel you. Okay, John has a hot take. It's not hot. It's a fact. That Miles Bridges is the best rapper in NBA history. And I let, let's 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 talk about it. I'll say this. Shaq is the most popular, most successful. Dame is the most lyrical. Miles Bridges is the best. That's the only motherfucker. Back in the day, because I was a kid, I would listen to fucking Shaq. You know, Can't Stand the Rain is a fire-ass song. That's the one. You know what I'm saying? But if I was in, like, you know, <laughs> excuse my language, but if I was around the hoes in high school, <laughs> I'm not listening to Shaq. Definitely not listening to Dane. You know what I'm saying? Put Miles Bridges on, and we having us a, a fun time. You feel me? <laughs> Bro, you wouldn't even know Miles Bridges was a rapper if you didn't know he who Wasn't a rapper if you didn't know he hooped. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would think my, that that was his main thing that he d did to make a living. That's how good he is at rapping, bro. And it's that fun Detroit style, G. I'm fucking with it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I fuck with Miles. I fuck with the whole Detroit scene. Like, it's one of my favorite scenes right now. Like, Babyface yep. Ray, I swear, Bezo, Boldy, James. Like, I love what Detroit got going on. And I love that, Baby you Tron. know, rapid. F yeah, you, yeah, Baby Tronco, too. You know, I love the whole fucking the rapid flow, you know, slightly offbeat shit that Detroit got going there. I love that shit. But, man, it's, bro, like. Like, like you said, can't stand the rain, man. I don't know if Shaq is a better NBA rapper than, than Miles Bridges, but that is the all-time 
best Easily. basketball Easily. rapper song. Right? Easily. Like Shaq, Shaq held his own on a track with Biggie. Biggie you know bro. what I mean? Like, and I won't argue with anyone who says Biggie is the greatest to ever do. You see, I got some motherfucking, you know, ready to die fucking uh, Funko in the back. I'm yeah. a big Biggie fan, my damn self. But but yeah, Miles is, it's, it, like you said, it. You would if you didn't know he was a hooper, you would think he was just a rapper. Like you mm-hmm. wouldn't have had that confusion with Shaq necessarily. Nah, you know nah. what I'm saying? So, so yeah, you know I could definitely see where you're coming from. Miles is cold. And Dame is lyrical, and I love Dame, but you know what I'm saying? Like just like J Cole, I gotta be in the mood to listen to that type of rap. You know what I mean? Miles, mm-hmm. you just hop, you just turn that on, easy listen, fun listen. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I think no conversation like best is always subjective, and no conversation around best should be like based around most commercially successful or whatever, right? Right. Like I think you look at movies, TV shows, like no one really feels like that's the best. But I do think that it has some place in a conversation about the best because you would never accept someone saying, "I heard this dude rap in my high school, and he's mm-hmm. the best ever." You know what I mean? Like it, you, there has to be. And so to me, <laughs> how many of you, had, how many people tried to rap in Long Beach? Because of all the bro, it, I think like yeah, I, I can imagine the, the percentage probably had to be higher. And in St. Louis, like everybody I met was a, trying to be a rapper, but I think it would be higher in Long Beach with people At actually Long having a chance Beach to make Poly it. Poly High School, with a graduating class of twelve hundred people, six hundred or so of whom were boys. I would guess that three hundred people in my graduating class had a demo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Snoop's impact, bro. Bro. I mean, that's what, you know, like, yes, 100%. And this was bef- this was when you had to, you know, I went mini viral pre-internet in high school for walking in. I was trying to go to the bathroom, and I walked in the background of someone filming a freestyle in the hallway during class with the handy cam. And the dude freestyled about a white dude walking in the background of his shot as he's filming his freestyle. And everybody was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the greatest. Uh, but to that point, right, like, your success in getting an audience has something to do with a conversation around best. And Shaq has a platinum and a gold fucking record, bro. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, but also at the time being Shaq, you couldn't do anything during that time period to not have a platinum or gold. You know what I mean? Because it was like 17 celebrities. Dude, Shaq Foo. How many people (laughs) went to watch Shaq fucking Foo, bro? We were buying video games that were horrible because Shaq was in them. You know what I mean? But them shits went double platinum. This shits went diamond. And he was fucking, you know, and it was not a good game. You feel me? So... Okay, let's talk about the Sixers. Uh, Tyler said scary hours. Game one. They just crumpled up and threw out the, it's going to take a couple of months to, you know, get everyone together. Harden goes for 33. They beat the Timberwolves 133 to 102. Um, For real, for real, Tyler? What do we think? Um... You know, I I think that Harden and fucking Embiid are going to be a problem, but I don't see him getting out the East. I do think that that scary hours tweet that, that the Sixers do out that is a cursed statement. You know, that scary hours like <laughs> like Harden put the same shit out after his first game with the Nets. We saw how that shit went. You know what I'm saying? I'm like y'all are shooting yourselves in the foot before you even get started here. But but the thing about it is, yo. Know, did you see the clips of, of fucking Harden and, and Embiid working out together after the game and shit? New teammate Harden is the most <laughs> sir, yes sir, team first motherfucker <laughs> you will ever see, bro. We'll see how long it lasts. You know, honeymoon Harden, he's gonna be the the fucking teammate of the year. But we'll see how long that shit lasts because I think a lot of us are expecting Harden to you know get into his fucking you know sulky funk. I don't want to be here anymore, shit. But um, you know, like I said, it's it's a hell of a duo with him and Embiid. We'll we'll see what they do this postseason. But I don't I don't see him coming out the East. Have you trademarked Honeymoon Harden? If that's yours, you need to trademark that motherfucker. <laughs> I might need it. That is beautiful. You feel me? 
But I mean, I mean, they look good. Obviously, they played against the Timberwolves. You're talking about scary hours. It's the seventh team in the West. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, dog, they look great together, right? But we're gonna see what happens when it really matters, you know. But I mean, good yeah. for them. Enjoy the regular season. It won't last in the playoffs. You feel me? <laughs> That's how I feel. But I mean, like, I, I think I think they'll have fun. I think both of them on the same team will be a great time. You know what I'm saying? It'll be fun to watch. They got a fucking squad. You know what I mean? But nah, I'm not. I'm definitely not scary hours. Good win though, guys. <laughs> good win. <laughs> I have a friend who has a theory that like everyone should uh, stop making fun of people who let their New Year's resolutions go after January. And his theory is like, if you're being healthy for one twelfth of the year, that's better than not being healthy for zero twelfths of the year. You know what I mean? <laughs> is it for for twelve twelfths? I yeah. mean, conceptually, yeah. but like that eating better for one month a year, right? And so I think is that similarly, like lengthen your time on the planet from that one out of twelve. I don't, know, but I don't you think healthy, it balances out a better the damage. Person or you felt better for one twelfth of the year, you know? Whatever what I mean? makes you feel good, guys. I don't, yeah. I don't know if it balances out though. But I think similarly, like you know, maybe maybe it goes to shit with James Harden. But if he's in honeymoon phase for four months, that's to the end of the playoffs. That's not. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, wild thing is, Harden didn't lock in on an extension, did he? I know him and Maury are homies, and it was probably the handshake agreement, but it hasn't I, been papered. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see, man. Who knows? Ain't no telling with that dude, man. They should have never gave Tyler papered. They should have never <laughs> gave Tyler papered. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, speaking of people that should never have been given things, uh, Tyler <laughs> tweeted out a video of Rick using a chainsaw (laughs) that is the scariest is the scariest horror movie of 2022 john please look at that shit man Um, (laughs) let me post it in the group chat because i'm very concerned for mr renzel i saw it but i was mobile i was riding you know what i'm saying when i saw i was like damn i I tried to make sure i saw that shit before he hopped on because i knew he was gonna talk about that yeah, yeah, and y'all know I'm a huge Ross fan. That's one of my favorite rappers huge, ever. I, lo- right. I think his he's funny as fuck. Like he's got a big personality. I'm a fan of that too. And I love the whole you know estate upkeeping raw a turn that Ross has made late as of late. Right? Like I remember last summer he told a story about how he doesn't hire um, lawn care people. He's like he calls his homies over. They smoke out and and they got like five riding mowers that everyone hops on. I was like that sounds like the fucking dream. Right? I was like call me over for some <laughs> shit like please, that. Please, please, I yeah. will tap in. Hell yeah, and 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 there's a clip of him when he got a bull. If, if, did y'all see that one? We no. he got a bull that he brought on, and no. he's like, he's like, let me make way for my motherfucking cow and shit. <laughs> and yeah. So I love, I love estate upkeeping, Ross. But but this shit right here scared the fuck out of me, bro. That shit is dangerous. Like he could have fucking had, you know, we talking about killing coyotes. This motherfucker could have had a wily coyote death just then. Like he could, <laughs> that motherfucking tree <laughs> could have fell on him and hit him with the goddamn, you know. Driving him into the ground and shit. I was scared as fuck watching that shit. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Wait, you talking about the Duke? Duke? Yo, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think like he's probably had, had the person recording. I would imagine be, would be like somebody who's a professional and tells you this is how you cut it for it to fall a particular way. I would hope so. You know what I mean? Maybe not though. He might have just like, yo, let's pull up to fucking Home Depot and grab a fucking saw and see what happens. You know. But I don't know. I, I think it's cool seeing rappers become like normal humans. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, this is Rick Ross. You know, accidentally like, cutting the, trees right, down on the, the house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way he's been existing for a long time has been super abnormal. 
Now he just wants to do lawn care, cut trees down. He's playing golf now. Regular regular hours, you know what I mean? Beautiful to see. But, yeah, if he didn't have a professional there, that's that's something. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Not a tree, G. Yeah, a tree. That could, that is a that is death waiting to happen. If you and expecting like, Rick he, Ross to have the reaction, you know, the the the, the quick, you know, quick fast twitch the, the muscles quick twitch get out of the way of the tree. <laughs> no, that we have seen that man attempt to moonwalk. It is, right. He is not light on his toes. That all. calf might not have calved at the moment where it needed to calf. You know what I mean? It might have. <laughs> and it might it would have got ugly. Ooh, yeah. I love Tyler asked for lumberjack Twitter to fucking slide into his mentions. I love niche Twitter. That's like to me that justifies all of the like horrible shit on Twitter is people where it's like my life is lumberjacking. Like, let me show you how he should have cut the wedge to make it fall. In this Bro, so someone legit hopped in my shit with a fucking PowerPoint. Of all the shit that Rick Ross did wrong, I'm gonna send y'all that shit with a legit PowerPoint of how to cut a tree down. And listen, all the shit that Rick Ross did wrong, I'm gonna send it to y'all. And I'm gonna read that shit all out here. Give me just a second. I'm Calling on Lumberjack part. Twitter is a low key flex. You have access to every part of Twitter. That man said, Lumberjack Twitter, hit me up. And they hit him up. If Tyler, and I almost want you to do it right now. If Tyler tweeted right now, cabinet restoration Twitter, tap in. By the end of the episode, he'd have 10 people like, what you need, G? Right, right, right. We got you. Send the Addy. We pulling up. You feel me? (laughs) Cabinet restoration Twitter. (laughs) Who did my man's kitchen bad? We pulling up right now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Bro. Oh, shit. Crazy. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We were able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop, Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. FanDuel Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And with FanDuel Same Game Parlays, you can turn little bets into big paydays. Looking at this Lakers-Mavs game coming up, I am a self-hating Lakers fan who would uh, pick every different aspect of another team succeeding at the Lakers. You could probably go ahead and take, you know, I'd probably take the overs on every role player on the Mavericks to have a career night against the Lakers because that's what tends to happen when people pay the Lakers. But same game parlays are not the only thing I love about FanDuel Sportsbook. They also have payouts in as little as two hours. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. And if you're a new customer, you get a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Make every game feel like the finals all season long. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to FanDuel.com and sign up using promo code JNJ, that's J ampersand J, to bet the NBA today and get your first bet risk-free. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. All right. Uh, well, when in my opinion, when this podcast is at its best, we've talked about this a lot. This is genuinely just three people who are friends with each other talking the way that we actually talk as friends. And in my opinion, the show's at its best when it's a, a pretty direct reflection of what our group chat has been and how what we've been talking about. We have not been talking about any of the things that we just talked about because uh, all three of us have been uh, pretty much totally absorbed in uh, the war in Ukraine uh, with Russia invading. And uh, we are not a geopolitical podcast. We are not the most informed people about this. We are not, I don't think, particularly even trying to educate you about it. But uh, we didn't feel like it was right to have a podcast where we just we talked about something all week. 
and then we didn't talk about it on the podcast. So I spent the last 24 hours trying to think of how do I segue into talking Potentially about War a heartbreaking War <laughs> yeah, international crisis. You need a segue, Mike. No, I do need a segue, and I found the perfect segue. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Our MVP of the week is Anna Lynn McCord, an actor and Twitter poet. <laughs> Twitter poet. Who wrote a spoken word <laughs> to Vladimir Putin um, apologizing to him for not being his mother um, because she felt like she could have she could have nipped this in the bud um, with a little bit more motherly love in defending her video, which got 23 million views from 23 million people who did not like it. The only <laughs> thing the internet's ever agreed on unanimously is that this was a bad idea. She said, uh, quote, I know how easily I could have moved in the direction of becoming a dictator myself. And so she really views love as being the cure to, uh, everything. Um, I hate those people. I think they're actually the ops. Love cures all. Bitch, are you living? Have you seen anything on this planet? That is the opposite of the truth. Quit lying about that. Quit lying about that. But, dog, like, was she wanting us to sympathize with Putin? That seems like the angle. If he had a loving mother, he wouldn't be a fucking demon. Yeah. I doubt that's the truth. That was her actual thesis, yes. An adult doesn't have decisions. You know what I mean? People go through shit, bro. Come on, dog. I hate that. Love, no, it doesn't. He's just a fucking evil human being. It just I, is. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe she hit us with the, but for the grace of God, there could have been, that could have been me about the fucking, the, the rule, the, the, the dictator of the biggest fucking country on the planet, right? Like, <laughs> no, you're not, no, the, the margin of error is not that slim, bro. Like, there's a lot of shit, a lot of evil diabolical fucking dominoes that had to fall for Putin to get to where he is, bro. And he was with, uh, with all that shit. She said, had a butterfly flapped its wings in Taipei at a different moment, I could have been the one. Right. No, you couldn't have. I mean, like, look, look at this situation the oligarchs don't want the shit the citizens are 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 you know in the streets you know like saying they don't want it the the prominent figures like you know the, the uh the what is it the klitschko you have, brothers you, you know you what I'm saying? russian athletes for the first time in history bro, saying they disagree with they disagree vladimir with putin, so, vladimir yeah. putin you know what i'm saying like bro nobody wants this but him it's one ego maniac you know what i'm saying starting a war Potentially World War Three, you know what I'm saying? And this is what you want us to sympathize with this motherfucker? Because his mom wasn't loving enough? Well, I don't she, even know that that's the case either. Maybe his mom was super loving. Right. You know what it's I just, mean? She just yeah. felt like she had more love than whatever he received. It's just, it's just frustrating. Malarkey. <laughs> Malarkey, I say. Right, right. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's absurd. It's Certified malarkey. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I just want to say this also. Um, keep white women away from spoken word poetry. Please. That is a that is a that is an issue that the black community we are we are trying to work through this ourselves. Fighting you know, this, this is, yeah, this is an ailment on our community that is devastating our community that we're trying to work through ourselves. And we do not need white women hopping in here and muddling things up. Okay, mind your business. I. Right? <laughs> That's all, G. Bro, spoken word has been a problem for a long time, G. People have been lying, saying it's cool or thoughtful for way too long. Let's tell the truth. That shit is weak as fuck, and she got a hold of it and made it worse. You worse. know what I mean? 
I didn't think it could get any worse, but <laughs> right. hey. but, but but before the grace of God, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> there go I. More if he had more love, he wouldn't come on. Golly. <laughs> Um, okay, so there's our segue into talking about this. Um, I do think it's important to talk about it, and, and uh, I, I've been reading, listening to everything, and watching everything I could. I, I haven't had CNN on for a week straight in I don't even fucking know how long. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, but you know, seeing people actually reporting from the ground uh, has certainly been perspective-altering. I just think the thing all three of us were talking about, and we, we come at the world from a perspective, John and I do, of having little kids and i just think that changes the way you see all this shit but you know i know for tyler too all three of us were just like can you fucking imagine like we actually have air raid sirens in long beach because of world war ii like there's one around the corner from my house it's never in my 37 years on this planet have it has it ever occurred to me that it might go off you know what i mean and that's the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around is like everyone you know going through this like that like they were talking about you know in kiev in the capital two weeks ago it was like going to la or new york two like two weeks ago right and there's holes in apartment buildings and people in subways you know and shit like that it's just that that's the part of it to me that i just can't i've been thinking i've been thinking about it nonstop. to be completely honest i've been thinking about when i drop my kids off at school i've been thinking about it while i'm covering games i've been thinking about it at dinner like i just can't get that out of my head that suddenness yeah, it's, it's because we have we have no frame of reference of the brutalities of war as an average American citizen because nothing has happened on our soil. You know what I'm saying? Besides 9-11, right? Like 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, and that's it. You know what I mean? And the, the last war that was fought on American soil, soil was the Civil War fucking 160 years ago. Like we do not we we kind of I think most Americans view war as an abstract thing where they will not be affected by, you know, directly. And that's, you know, the 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 the, the, the truth of it. We don't have to worry about. Am I going to die in an air raid tonight? Am I going to wake up tomorrow morning and see a fucking caravan of tanks, you know, riding down my, my, my block, you know, taking over my city? That's not something that Americans have ever had to deal with. And like I said, a lot of I don't think a lot of Americans grasp the magnitude of the horror of what war truly is. Which is why people were joking about it, which, you know, <clears throat> I'm not judging anybody, maybe a little bit, but not. You know, I, I understand there's different ways of dealing with stuff, but I mean, this shit just ain't a joke to me. Nothing's funny about I'm, it. I am judging. I am judging because if you're going to joke about, look, if you were, we told jokes at my dad's funeral after he, you know, had after uh, he, you know, that's your dad's funeral, though. You know, but what the I'm jokes saying? were like, fucking funny, too. Uh, and if you made a joke at my dad's funeral that wasn't funny, we were judging the fuck out of you. And most of the jokes people <laughs> were getting off were not funny. So that's where I'm judging them is like, you want to make some jokes about drafts or whatever, bro? You better be fucking funny because it's real people that are suffering right now. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm with John. Like, we all process trauma in different ways. I'm, I always make jokes. But if you're not being funny, you're just like, oh, I'm, let me get my same joke i made off the last time there was an international crisis like like shut the fuck shut the also fuck this, up, this, this isn't people shut dying this up, isn't bro. people dying there's potentially the, the changing their entire life these people like people that don't die that are leaving have to leave their homes so they don't want to return back to ukraine if it's you know under russian rule you know what i'm saying like they're leaning more euro right now you know and that's what the, the way that most most of the citizens want to go it'll be a totally different life if they were to come back to people that didn't die you know what i'm saying so like i mean and one thing i realized too is that you know American patriotism is a farce, bro. Ukrainians are really about that shit. You know, Zelensky's like, I'm not leaving. I'm outside, G. We here with it. You feel me? We see the lady that pulled up to the to the uh, to the Russian uh, military uh, dudes and like 
said, you know, here's some sunflower seeds. So when you die, some flowers come in your, and, 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 you know, after your death, you know what I mean? Repl- I'm just planting, planting flowers in my homeland. You feel me? You feel me? plant you in the dirt. And during the annexation of Crimea in, like, 2014, like, we, uh, I'm hearing about, you know, I'm reading about the Ukrainian military, like, collapsing, and, like, students and professors are running into the streets. You know, there's just one story about this dude that was one of those people that ran in the streets who met a military, uh, a young uh, Ukrainian uh, uh, soldier who was like 20 years old, he talked to him about his family and all that shit. To like 30 minutes or 40 minutes later, he hears that the soldier, you know, died on the battlefield. And he, you know, and he said, this is not something, I will never forget, he said, he said, I will never forget that moment. And most importantly, I will never forgive for that moment. You know what I'm saying? They're very anti, you know, Russian, you know what I'm saying? And, and they have to, and this is what's happening. And it's all due to one person. Because the oligarchs aren't su- supporting it, the citizens aren't supporting it, the prominent people in Russia, like I said, are not supporting it. And this dude who has been in isolation for two years since, you know, has come right. out even Total more isolation, like no inner un- unhinged. Circle. Right, right. Yeah. It's been no, come out, uh, uh, even more unhinged. You know, and I, I, I was, I didn't think it was going to happen. I told you, I thought he was kind of, he was bluffing. I'm like, this dude is, is crazy, but he's more calculated than crazy. I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was told that, like, I was reading, I, I heard in the podcast, I think mean, it was a daily, they were saying that they were, they didn't think he even had money to even stay on the border for much longer. You know what I'm saying? Let alone start a war. But it makes me think that, you know, maybe China, people were saying that China is funding this shit, that he had money ducked off in China too. So these sanctions that, you know, Biden is supposed to be, this was a cripple him, won't have that same effect. Also, this can embolden China to take over Taiwan. Like this, ge- I mean, I'm not a, like you said, we're not professionals, but I've been tapping into this geopolitical news, which is fascinating. And it's like scary how, in a global society, how all, we're all affected by this. So, like, you know, the jokes just weren't funny to me. You know what I'm saying? They just weren't. They, it's impossible to make a funny joke in this situation when, you know, when you, I'm, I'm paying attention to all of this shit. It's just, you know, I, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's, it, 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 the, that day was full of sadness, you know, for, for when, when that shit happened. Because I just didn't believe it was Maybe I was, you know, naive, but I didn't believe it was going to happen. But it looked like most Ukrainians thought it wasn't going to happen either because they've been under that dark cloud of potential war since 2014 you know what i mean and this like the ukrainian russo conflict has been going back to like i think the 17 1800s so it's been constant between them you know so it's just it's just yeah. sad bro i mean but you, you know you know something that we discussed in the group chat was and i'm not at all playing that i told you so game about something like this yeah, but, yeah you know i told you that you know this dude is 70 years old you did say i think this, he yeah. views this as his curtain call i think he knows that clock is ticking and he wants to go down as either the dude who, you know, restored Russia to its former glory or the dude who burned this motherfucker down. And I think either one will work out for him, honestly. And that's the scare. That's the that's the scary part. And that is the this is the argument. I mean, there's, you know, a, a great a thousand great arguments, but this is the argument against the existence of nuclear weapons, bro. Like you can't build a weapon like that unless you can guarantee it's never going to end up in the hands of someone who's 70. Who doesn't give a fuck. Believes that his country has a divine right to another independently existing country, and is just like you know, like you said. I mean, potentially removed of any thought or concern about consequences. Like I think where the three of us first started talking about this was the first time he st- went up to a podium and was talking insanely recklessly about the possibility of nuclear war. I mean, and it was just like, you know, I I know people on Twitter joke all the time about like end the planet now or you know like when's the asteroid gonna hit, but like. We don't have we don't we don't have access to the button. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right, exactly. And also, I never particularly find those jokes funny because, like, I don't, I'm not that concerned, to be completely honest, about my own life in the grand scheme of the universe, but I'm very concerned about my kids' He's, life. That, you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. and, like, what world they're going to grow up in and, and whether that world exists or half of it's fucking radioactive or whatever. So it's just, like, to me, I—, I you know, I said in the group chat, I think there should just be some if there's one thing we should be able to agree on as a planet, every country, it's that if anyone threatens nuclear war, that should be it. I mean, you know what I mean? They should you put a bag forfeit, on them. You forfeit put the a right to breathe oxygen on this planet, you know, because you're talking about too many lives and people, you know. And so uh, that to me is and listen, I, I understand um Anytime something happens, everyone, anytime literally anything happens, people get on Twitter and say, well, what about this other thing? None of us are suggesting that if you lived in uh, Afghanistan or if you live in other war-torn parts of, of the world that you, know, you don't deserve the at- attention and sympathy that people in Ukraine are getting. The reason I think that this is um, arresting everyone's attention the way it is is not just because it's European countries or whatever. It's because you have a guy who has the you know one of the biggest nuclear arsenals on planet earth talking the shit he's talking right now um recklessly about the rest of the planet that to me is what's that that's fortunately that's just not something that we have particularly had to think about or deal with uh you know certainly not in this country as tyler said i have a question and maybe we cut this i'm wondering what y'all think about the neo-nazi issue that's going on in Ukraine. I know it's a direct result of, you know, the, the Crimean, you know, an, annexation. And, it, and it's, it's, a, it's a very small percentage, similar to the far right here. You know what I mean? But I, I, I mean, going, going back to articles like 2018, where that could be a, a, a issue in the future, I, I believe that, uh, I, I know Putin is using that, you know what I'm saying, to, as, propaganda he's not going to you know it's just gonna make those people more far right you know what i'm saying but like i, I don't know how how you how do y'all feel about that have y'all t- tapped into that shit you're talking about as far as as, as putin manipulating that as a justification to, to yeah, 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 yeah 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 it's it's bullshit yeah that's why I mean? like, yeah, yeah. like i'm i'm i'm, I'm Zelensky's jewish you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know what i mean come on like yeah yeah there's there's huge neo-Nazi populations all over fucking Europe. Yeah. You know what I mean? In fucking America, too. All over you the planet, really. Yeah. So, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm not buying that. Um, but, but something that, you know, fucking disgusted me was, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of the the um, the, the, the Africans who are African citizens of, of Ukraine who are being denied um, entrance on, onto the trains out of Ukraine and shit. Did y'all see that? Is it is it, is it into Poland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. See, that's that's and the that's that's just, a, that's, that's just like, bro, even even at our worst times, people will still be their absolute worst. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that gets me. That's what that's that's where I'm at as a black person. That's where you know, when I'm looking at this shit, we're like, dog, like, you know, I'm I'm over here like praying for the ghost of key. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I hope this you know, we rooting for these motherfuckers, like, you know, understanding like, you know, that 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 this is an unfair, horrible situation and and and, and and thinking about their children, thinking about their, the humanity of them, and then that we see shit like that. You feel me? And then I tap in even further and see like the far right who are like you know anti anti Russian, but also don't fuck with us, don't fuck with me either. You know what I mean? And 
and it's and and for it to seem like a normal way of existing because they aren't even allowed you know they're not allowing africans to go you know to 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 leave the country you know and that's that's not just the far right that are are feeling that way so it's 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 hard it's it's, i mean obviously the situation is you know russia is in the wrong but i mean it's these things are so complicated when you as far as for me watching them and, and learning about them when you see like the people that i am rooting for you know and it's still rooting for the in general the general population you know are are feel this way as well I think, you know, racism is obviously a general human disease, uh, not specific to this country or, um, you know, or time. Um, But I think there are a number of studies showing that people are at their worst when they're at their most desperate. Right. Like racism is worse in poorer communities um, because there's because there's more desperation. Right. I mean, it's addictions worse in poorer communities. like all of the things that are bad about people are heightened by putting those people in in difficult situations and so i think that's yeah i mean that doesn't so i i had not seen that video but I, that doesn't it doesn't particularly surprise me to hear that people who are um as desperate as they are that you know those worst parts of the humanity come out too obviously what we've more so seen um reporting on is on the you know the the better parts of humanity coming out as well. And I think all three of us have been kind of blown away. I didn't know anything about Zelensky a month ago. Yeah. Um, this dude, like someone was explaining to me, this dude is like John Stewart. Like this dude is just like a, he's a comedian, like a politically aware comedian who he won there dancing with the stars, yep. you know, six years ago or some shit. And he, uh, he, it was like, he became the front runner because he played the president of Ukraine on a TV show. And everyone was like, yeah, he seems like he'd be a good president. And that dude is standing with, with more backbone than – like, have we seen an American politician we feel like would go out when he knows there's a bounty on his head and an invading army actually at the edge of his city and go stand out on the streets and be like, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, like, we that's outside, the craziest, you know that's the craziest that's shit I've ever seen, bro. I, I could not believe that shit. <laughs> Ted, Ted Cruz, weak ass, fucking flew to, flew to the fucking tropics during an ice storm. Our politicians are not built like that, bro. That that's the exact moment when I was like, American patriotism is a farce. That is the exact moment. You know, what I mean, I was like, you were we, running through the roller decks in your head of like, right, right, nope, huh? nope, huh? no, huh? no, bro, nope. this is yo. They they really bought that, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm praying for him and his and his and his family as well. well I mean, for for a man to, to say that, like, you know. I'm the number one target and my family is the second target. You feel me? Like, I just, I just, bro, how am I going to laugh? You know what I'm saying? How am I going to crack a joke when this is what, I mean, when he's, he's like, you know, hey, we, they're not going to listen to us. We're pleading to the Russian people. You know what I mean? So, you know, like, and he, they're not going to, nobody, nobody, Putin's not listening to anybody, but he's, you know, desperation. You know, please, you know, get out in, in the streets and protest. And, they, and, pe- and people are. Thousands of people have gotten to the, out in the streets and protested. You know what I'm saying? But that's like, the sh- that's the shit to me. I mean, you know, I was in college when we invaded um, Iraq and Afghanistan, and we were, you know, there were a lot of people protest. A lot of us were out there protesting. None of us was worried about ending up on a Russian shit list. You feel me? You know what I mean? Like that's you the saw thing old to me. boy talking. I mean, talk about shook ones. Mans yeah. could barely get a sentence out, and I understand it completely because his the next word could have been a word that decided his fate. You know, what You're I'm talking about in the meeting with in Putin the meeting that they televised, yes, right? Where, right, where it's right. Like his security advisors and the oligarchs. I mean, one of the oligarchs said to him, "Like, you gotta, like, we're trying to, 
life is pretty good for us in the Western economy, bro. We're not trying to be isolated from that. And Putin just looked at him as like, this is a necessary security measure. But what he's really saying, I don't care how much money you have in the bank. Right. You're not in the bank right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I mean, you're in front of me, shit. Bubba. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They had two, uh, you know, you had two thousand anti-war protesters arrested in Russia on the first day of this shit, and it's you know they're talking on CNN. It's like these people were warned beforehand that any arrest for protesting because they do not have the right to do that there. They basically were like, it's going to be on your permanent record. They, they, I think the warning in Russian was, this will follow you for the rest of your life. Right. You know, preventing you from getting jobs and such. You, you know, know, this is life scenario. ruining. Yeah, that, that's that's the like you said, that's the that's the scenario they will put on television. You feel what I'm right. saying? That they'll, that they'll speak about. You feel what I mean? Like, I don't know, just a, just a bad situation, dog. I wouldn't say we're the most optimistic podcast in the world, but I don't think that any of the three of us are like true cynics necessarily. Do you ha- do either of you have any belief? Like I've been a little bit touched by how together the world has been if it feels like if you're like a common sense person is it's the the world has felt kind of lonely over the last decade or so right like so you know the stuff with trump getting elected everything else you just like no one else see like i understand even if you're a lunatic fucking racist whatever you don't understand how it's a bad idea to have an idiot clown like this in charge of nuclear weapons like there's been all these common sense things where you're like it makes you feel crazy sometimes looking at the world right I, I've been heartened to see the way that so many people like they've even shamed some of these pro Putin Republicans into eating their own fucking words. Like I've been heartened to see the way people have come together around. No, democ- democracy is good. Right. Like, right. You know? Even if we don't fuck with Democrats, democracy <laughs> right. is good. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And so, I, you know, I, I've been a little heartened by that. Do you do either of you have any hope in your heart or head that this horrible thing leads us into a better world or an appreciation for certain things maybe that have been taken for granted uh, in our lifetimes. No, uh, no, <laughs> um, not I, at all. Yeah. I, I, I think if this leads to Putin being dispositioned somehow, some way it could lead to a safer world. There we um, go. Better though. Eh, you know, nah. I, I take safe. Safer is better to me. Yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah. that as yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't have somebody that will say no. We won't win this war if NATO jumps in, but we can make it so that everybody loses. You know what I mean? Due to us being a nuclear power, it'd be great if that person wasn't on this planet anymore. You feel what I'm saying? If, if a bag was dropped on that head. Other than that, you know, I don't. I don't see like we're gonna go right back to hating each other here. Uh, after <laughs> you know what I mean it's, it's my my life or my child's life probably won't be changed due to this situation or due to the result of this situation so bye but fuck, is that we're going but enjoy your monday but on the but on the bright side we can all remain safe from spoken word poetry right and right, we're right, just gonna, right. We're just i don't gonna, know we may safe it still gonna, hasn't been stomped out yet we have it control what you can control right right okay how about this do we have hope that this will lead a public sentiment against spoken word poetry at a levels uh at which we have not seen in decades you know maybe we'll get a groundswell against spoken word poetry i'm not confident in that either (laughs) (laughs) keep it a stack with you <laughs> nah, you, you you're going to bat against the Hotep anti-vax crowd, <laughs> like like them and the spoken word crowd is like one circle on a Venn diagram. You're not budging them off of that shit, bro. The person I know from my life 
experience that is most into spoken word has a completely shaved head and a dread like ponytail here. <laughs> a dread. That person <laughs> is cannot be. <laughs> That, that is not a reasonable human. These are the type of people that we are going against, okay? We need prayer, okay? I'm going back to Jesus. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. I'm opening my Bible again, G. Knocking the dust off that thing, you feel me? All right, man. Everybody stay safe. Everybody remain uh, as grateful as possible for the, the things we take advantage of, uh, take for granted in our lives. You know, this the security, as we were talking about early. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate that, you know, we, we get to count this as a job to talk through fun shit and scary shit with each other. And, and that enough of you guys fuck with that, you know, that we could be here. So thank you all for, for that. Sure, for sure. I want to say one thing. I once said real niggas have ugly feet. I've been fucking with my socks on for 20 years, got my feet done. I lied to y'all, baby. Real niggas don't have ugly feet. It didn't have to be this way, okay? <laughs> go, go get you a petty. <laughs> Toxic masculinity had me out here limping because of calluses on my feet, all right? It's cool to be able to put equal weight on both feet, all right? Y'all have a Proud good Monday. Can I, hold on, can I ask <laughs> you a question? You weren't ahead, ticklish when they, well, you weren't ticklish during the pedigree. That's why I've oh, never man, gone they in tickled for a the hell out of your boy. But it only it's it's worth it. It was like uh, forty seconds. It's you know like I'm just worried tickling. I'm gonna kick someone in the head. You know no, what I mean? You got, you got, I've, I've, like, tighten I don't up. Handle being tickled. Tighten up. Tighten up. You gotta tighten up, G. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, now you're I, back to toxic masculinity. You know right, what I mean? It has, it has its place. It has its place. <laughs> when you when it prevents you from kicking a woman who's you know in their fucking face, yes, good for it. You know what I mean? Dog, Mike, Mikael. <laughs> anyway, all right, man. All right count your blessings, real, get your petties. Uh, love you guys. Uh, love you guys uh, too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mike was love you, love you too. <laughs> love you. <laughs> signing, <laughs> signing off. Mikael Gonabasio. Love you. Love you too. The volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. 
And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.